been a hunting these woods since I was seven years old. This shotgun was my granddad's, now it's mine to hold. I ain't never hurt no one except a turkey each year. And come Sunday morning, I'll be bending God's ear. Guns and religion, religion and guns. Howdy everybody, Cable Smith. Welcome to each and every one of you with episode 151, a turkey day episode of Justified Pursuit. Riding shotgun as always, the good counselor Chisholm Cook. Gobble, gobble, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Time to stuff ourselves. How you been? It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, doing great. Doing great. It hasn't Tomorrow, been a long time. Let's see, as we know. explained in our last episode, we just did this back to back. So Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to, to mention this before we started our Thanksgiving conversation. So we talked about the manifesto, the uh, Nashville Shooters Manifesto two weeks ago. I reposted that on my uh, Lone Star Outdoors show page to try to get as many eyeballs on it as possible. And um, what do you think Instagram's reaction to that was, Chisholm? They shut down your account. Just out of curiosity. No, they, they, didn't, they didn't shut it down. Uh, but they said, let me pull up there. I screenshot all of this when they get on to me about things so that it's documented. Uh, some of your content was removed. We removed content that may not follow our community guidelines, yada, yada, yada. Um, you could lose access to your account or futures if you continue to post content that doesn't follow our guidelines. Your comment may go against our guidelines on hate speech or symbols. I mean, so your that, comment was, which was actually a transgender person's comments uh, in preparation to shoot a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. is a violation of their. That's interesting. I feel like Silicon Valley is just run by a bunch of pedophiles, and that's why this type of stuff would be deleted. Because you know the interesting thing. No one has discredited the fact that it exists and that it's real. No one has said, uh, louder with Crowder, that's fake. That's a phony. That is a, uh, what do they call it in Donnie Brasco? That's a, uh, the fake watch. I've never seen that movie. Oh, dude, come on. Sorry. Uh, anyway, so no one's disputed that it's real. Nashville do what? Is- it's been confirmed real by the National Police Nashville Police Department. Fugazi. It's a Fugazi. It's a fake. Mm. Fugazi. But it's not a Fugazi. It's real. And it wasn't just it wasn't just my account. It seemed like anyone that posted it got a similar thing, but they they were like if you, they they did say you could lose your account, it could be deleted. And then they give you this option to appeal within 100 days, except for there's when you try to click the appeal thing, doesn't exist you can't appeal it that was the other funny thing about it here's your appeal icon well let me click oh oh, how convenient the appeal icon doesn't work so there's no appeal i you know what i was so mad i just went and created a rumble account (laughs) there you go i was about to say the only way to get out of silicon valley hell is to stop playing in their sandbox so gotta make a living though that's the catch-22 yeah I know, sucks. It does. 
Um, as far as Thanksgiving, though. Yeah, you had say? a question that you were going to save for this one. I do. What was that? Oh, okay. I'll have to think. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'll okay. come back to that. Well, let's just start with what is what is the worst Thanksgiving food? The worst? Yeah. I am not a big fran- fan of cranberry sauce. Uh, okay, I do you're like wrong. actual cram. <laughs> well, like the stuff out of a can. That's like, very delicious. No, no, no. The real canned cranberries, it actually has cranberries in it. Those are good. Okay, that's better. But the other one no, is no, still delicious we had a little uh we called it friends giving for our church life group uh, on sunday and somebody brought beets that they had made a dill sauce a uh, greek yogurt dill sauce that you put on top of the beets holy moly that was good uh, but that wasn't your question the very worst this is going to generate a tremendous amount of hate is uh green bean casserole Blech. no good mm. No, no, no. I mean, it's I, done it's right. Fair, you know what is good though? If you're gonna green bean it up, put some in on a pan and wrap them in bacon. That's how you should serve green beans. That's what, yeah, that's I mean, I think you can do a green in our family. I think if you actually make a green bean casserole with actual real green beans instead of canned green beans, and you know, instead of just you know, maybe even with the Campbell's, what is that creamy cream, cream of Campbell's, mushroom soup? Cream of mushroom, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the topping needs to be crispy. It can't all be just slop it. But no, anyway, um, it, you're, you're right. That's that's definitely in the top three of most disgusting. I used but to it's hate right next to that pink. The the pink. I don't know if it's a dessert. It's not served with dessert, but is that is it Jello? What is that crap? Yeah, that stuff that's like Jello with maybe grapes in it or something like that. That stuff. Is, yeah. Who wants to eat that? Nobody. Whatever that is, that Nobody. is the worst. That's that's my vote for the. I think maybe like two people take a bite of it. It's always there's always tons of it left. Nobody eats I'm, that. I may have described this on one of our previous Thanksgiving specials, but growing up, if I'm being perfectly frank, all of it sucked. Uh, all of it sucked. You did say that, and you're even, so wrong e- about that. Even the turkey, because nobody in my family who cooked the turkey knew you're supposed to brine the turkey. But now that my wife and my sister and I handle basically all the cooking it's all the same foods but all crafted from scratch with love and uh, attention to detail and now it's all phenomenal all of it is phenomenal Mm -hmm. oh i know one of the things i hate which is again something that i've had a complete 180 on uh sweet potatoes with marshmallows melted on top sweet potato casserole with marshmallows gross dude sweet potatoes on the other hand with crushed and caramelized candied pecans on top also good it's not, they're not even, they don't belong. It's not the same thing. Like they're, uh, they don't so you're belong. saying Texas Roadhouse has been doing it wrong this whole time. Brown yes. sugar and marshmallow. Mm-mm, nope. I would, just, if it was up goo. to me, because I'm not a child, I would too go much for goo. the pecans. But right. the other one is equally as good. No, it's too much goo. You can judge it by how many, what's left over. And neither one of those is going to have any. If left you have those two either. side by side, there will be basically no candied pecan on top version left and you'll have just like a sticky swampy looking you know jizzed on pile of of, you, of, you know three quarter uh, full you know plate of of uh marshmallow covered it's and if it's unvaxxed bastardized. It's worth a lot of money hmm? unvaxxed jizz is worth a lot of money by the way <laughs> yeah well that type of sweet potatoes looks like it had to have been vexed. 
uh, I think that ejaculate. the kids go for that one. The adults eat the other one. Yeah, I guess so. My kids love the marshmallow. They, they love marshmallows. They're like, I want, I want that sweet potato with all of the marshmallow. That's the Oh, and let me make sure to clarify. I'm not just like a wholly anti-marshmallow. I'll eat a s'more, you know, every single night at deer camp, right? Only with dark chocolate. You got to get the Hershey's special dark. Or if you really, really want to get fancy, you got to get a bar of Godiva. Milk chocolate. Ugh, no good. <laughs> Who are you? Like, hold on. Let's play. Cue up the Mozart here. <laughs> oh, Vivaldi. First world problems. You got to have Godiva chocolate for your s'more. I said oh, it. Hershey's snooty, special dark is you? plenty. Hershey's special dark. You know what? Regular old Hershey's is just fine. Terrible. Folks. Nope. Uh, so what's your least favorite? That pink. Cr- the pink that's slop. Right. The pink slop's by far the word. Green bean casserole is also very bad. Yep. Uh, I also don't care for any kind of salad that has dried ramen noodles in it. Why are we putting crunchy dried ramen noodles in a salad? You, you. I don't think that's that's foreign to you, huh? I don't think I've ever had that. Uh, and I'm gonna well, make it's terrible. That... So y'all stop putting crunchy ramen noodles in your salads. Yeah. I'll uh... disgusting. If God, God willing, I'm right in the middle of my life. I've got 42 years in front of me, and I can assure you that I'll never eat any sort of casserole with dried ramen in it. No, it's a salad. It's like lettuce salad. And that's what they put in. Instead of putting like uh, pecans or something like to add the crunch, they, no, we're just going right. to... You know, all of these things originated in a time where people just didn't have as much. Like a green bean casserole, everything in there came out of a can. Right. Maybe they're like, we can't afford almonds or pecans or something good, so let's just crush up some ramen and throw it on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you're describing sounds terrible. Um, although, something crunchy on the salad, much like the crunchy pecans on top of the sweet potatoes, the contrast of textures uh, is the, the right... Well, you're yeah, heading in the right direction. Croutons. Put some croutons on there. Something. You're heading in the right direction. Which probably was just stale bread back in the day. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. What do we do with this stale bread? We'll chop it into little squares and throw it on top of a salad. Uh-huh. Boom. Turkey or ham? Um, Properly handled, properly brined, properly, preferably smoked turkey, for sure. Um, you know, ham's okay. I like ham, I'll eat it. But yeah, it's not my... It's not if my you favorite. were going to... Thanksgiving aside, if you were going to eat a sandwich would you go for turkey or ham you have any idea how long it's been since i ate a sandwich I, that's just so sad Normal i used to love sandwiches, sandwiches. Yeah. i used to love sandwiches don't do the gluten anymore uh it's a bummer but yeah um i don't know i don't know which one i would go for probably just depends on the mood i haven't seen I think a hammer or a turkey, turkey sandwich is a coin flip but I don't. But the honey baked ham from for the holidays, I dig. But I wouldn't just be like, yeah, I want to have a ham sandwich like from with deli ham on it. Not doing that. Oh, I mean, if you're gonna get a ham sandwich, and we're talking Thanksgiving and Christmas, it needs to be a good thick spiral cut, you know, like yeah. slab of ham on there, not not honey like the super ham. thin cut, you know, stuff that gets slimy. You know, what my actual answer would be was would be which one's been in the fridge the longest, and I'll take the other one. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. So, I, I'm. I just released this this week. It's the. Uh, I think I have it here. It's the goat of hunting blind snacks, and I've got this bracket, and it's uh, for Lone Star Door Show. 
And beef jerky is obviously high on that list, or venison jerky. Even. So there's 24. It's a 24 bracket thing, uh, tournament. And there's four one seeds, and the one seeds are number the number one overall seed is oatmeal cream pies. And these and these are not my opinion. These are I put it out there and said what are they, and then I just based it off how many comments for each one. So that's the one seed. Then we have honey bun as another one seed, jerky as a one seed, and uncrustables. I cannot believe how many adults eat pre-made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, dude. For real, it's a real thing. Uncrustables. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Pre-made, you open up a plastic sleeve and there's your sandwich. So here's why I think that your chalk all bows out in the first round there. Every one of those has got a plastic wrapper. Plastic wrappers in a deer blind, death. Why are you <laughs> taking things that make noise into the deer blind? All of the guys who consume all of that factory crap, although I will admit an oatmeal cream pie, little Miss Little Debbie certainly nailed it. But I learned through bow hunting. I don't care if the feeder is 300 yards away. I don't want to make any unnecessary noise at all. None. So maybe wrap your oatmeal cream pie, all four of those options in a paper towel. But yeah, you got to limit noise, man. The the two seeds didn't get any better. Uh, peanut butter crackers, Christmas tree cakes, Slim Jims, and summer sausage. I guess so you, can get, sausage, you can get a Slim Jim out of that plastic wrapper without making a bunch of racket. That's that's a quiet packaging. Probably the vacuum sealing. What was the last one? A, a summer sausage, which is very similar to Slim Jim, but yeah. there are a lot of votes for each one. You didn't just have good old venison jerky anywhere on that list? Jerky, jerky is the is the the second overall seed, yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm not going to split hairs between jerky and venison jerky. Let's just assume they're all hunters jerky. and it's venison jerky, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the 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 last seed was hard boiled eggs, the number four <laughs> seed. Um, the, somebody said they like to put take hard boiled eggs and put a little Tony Joshers on there. That does sound good, but are you really taking hard boiled eggs to the deer blind? I don't know. There was multiple people that said hard-boiled eggs. Maybe it's a tradition for them, but uh, also like a low seed was fart an apple. Box. An apple. Yeah, Think the hard-boiled Things that make noise. Food. Do what? Speaking of things that make too much noise. Crunch. Crunch on an apple. Yeah. Um, you ever eaten... Let's let's come back to this in just a second, but uh, you ever do a soft-boiled egg? That's the only way to eat them. Uh, 100%. Amen. High five. Exactly. Oh, dude, if anybody's into hard-boiled hard eggs, egg with a pasty ugh, that yolk is right, disgusting. Chalk. I like it's to like, eat the white part, but I'm not the egg white is good still. Yeah, I still uh, eat the yolk if I have if I've got a hard-boiled egg and I need a good protein snack. I'll I'll suffer through it. But if you will cook, uh, <laughs> if you will boil an egg for seven minutes and ten seconds, fifteen you can get away with, depending on how runny you want your egg yolk. Fifteen's all right. Uh, no more than seven and a half. After seven and a half, you screwed it up. You will get an egg that has a soft, anywhere from just sort of soft, creamy yolk to a runny yolk in the middle, like a like a you know over easy. Uh, man, phenomenal. Probably not Sometimes ideal for I a get, ground uh, blind. Do I? For probably not ideal for a deer blind because if you if you're closer to the seven minute ten second mark, you're going to get a little messy. Mm. closer to the seven minute 30 second mark then you can probably get away with it but um you bite into that thing and you got a little bit of uh yolk volcano that you're having to, to deal with but uh my Delicious. move i take the bite off the bite off the top and then the cup that my teeth marks make 
I take uh, Cholula uh, sauce, right? The mm-hmm. wooden cap? The yeah, iconic Cholula. wooden cap? Yeah. Cholula sauce on top and eat the rest that way. Perfect. Another great thing to do with them is anything um, anything that you wanted, like I've taken, uh, you ever eat kimchi? Uh, I mean, I know what it is. It's like sauerkraut, like like Asian sauerkraut, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. It's like cabbage that's been fermented and stuff, right? Yeah. I'll take a soft couple of soft boiled eggs and I'll chop them up into some kimchi and eat that together. But there's a lot of things like that will make you can have some like leftover ground meat from tacos and take a soft boiled egg and chop that thing up in there with it. It's good stuff. I'm in. I'm in. But it, so sometimes I go to the grocery store uh, like on the way home from gym and I get like pre-made dinner for everyone maybe once a week. And if I do a salad, generally I don't. I just skip that. But I'll get like four hard-boiled eggs and give one to each kid and myself and you'll find four people just eating the white part of the egg and then throwing the rest yep. in the trash because it's, it's pasty it's not good oh i did this bet <laughs> i never told you about this i did this bet with uh my buddy jeff in africa last summer and it was a bet you cannot eat three hard-boiled eggs in 60 seconds yeah but that's hard for it was a hundred bucks. I was like, three. I could just swallow them whole, basically. Well, number one, eggs are too big to swallow whole. I found out. Yeah, that's how you choke yourself to death. Yeah. Number two, I didn't. I made it barely through the second one, and was like, I needed. Oh, and the other thing was, you can't drink anything. That was the kicker. That's how I lost because you couldn't wash it down, and it is so pasty and disgusting. I was like, proves why they're gross. Hard boiled eggs. The yellow part, the yolk, not good. What's the best Thanksgiving dessert? There's so um, many good ones. There's certainly a lot of good ones. There was um, a tournament between apple pie, pumpkin pie. Uh, is banana pudding one? I don't really like banana pudding, but uh, then there's got to be peach cobbler. What's the best? Yeah, see, and I, I throw the... Pecan pie. Oh, pecan pie. Right, for sure, pecan pie. But I throw the pecan-crusted sweet potato casserole into my dessert list. I actually think that that is a fantastic dessert in okay, well, itself. you're a communist That's i don't feel as bad about myself is it served um, with desserts or is it available when the turkey's being served and there's your answer to the question i mean you're not wrong yeah. but i'm different um all of the pies that you just named all have their place on the rushmore of of desserts um i think that when you when push comes to shove when you're talking about the elite of the elite uh, I don't think you can beat an apple pie, man. Although a peach cobbler, mm. yeah, it comes down to just like, what am I feeling? But, uh, you know, if it's a badass pecan pie or even a badass pumpkin pie, I'm, I'm there for it. I do like, generally speaking, uh, I prefer those like um, like a, like the, the crust that you make out of like oat oatmeal and again, because partly the gluten thing, but I like the texture of like those crispy... Uh, crispy they use oatmeal and then sometimes people will make a pie crust out of like rice krispies right mm. or maybe it's oatmeal and rice krispies a I traditional like flaky pie crust by and large i don't like unless it's made from scratch by somebody who knows who knows how to bake like you know how they buy like the you can buy the pre pre-prepared frozen pie crusts yeah and then you just fill them with the stuff from the can like yeah <laughs> but I, my cousin brought a apple pie to the ranch a couple weeks ago it was made at a German bakery down in uh, George West, I think. Mm-hmm. Dude, 
Wow. So you don't like pie crust. The best like the bites of any pie are the part that has the crust attached to it. That's the best part of the pie. If the crust saying, is done right, if the crust, if it's a scratch made, legit, even flour crust, I'm all in. You can I just, just don't give like me a the pre a frozen crust. I don't care. The crust is the best. I mean, I'm not going to pass on it. It's Thanksgiving, right? But I'm yeah. just saying, like, I'm going to say pecan pie would be number one. Alamode. That's I. I. That's my favorite. I never pass up a slice of pecan pie. Mm. They're uh, that's good stuff. They have one at the grist mill. It's been, in fact, I think the last time I had it was like retreat back in college. But the grist mill down in Green, they have a Jack Daniel's bourbon pecan pie. Mm. I think it's got dark chocolate in it too, maybe. Like dark uh, chocolate chips. It up. Why not? No, so this is pecan pie. Check it up. Doesn't need chocolate. I don't remember if there's has chocolate or not. I know I've had a and, pecan and pie. Besides that, you're not going to eat it unless it's Godiva. So, I mean, it needs to be dark chocolate for sure. Vivaldi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bitter to all the sweet. Uh-huh. But anyway, their yeah. bourbon, uh, their Jack Daniel's bourbon pecan pie is outstanding. Like I said, I like them all. I like them all, man. It's it's a total toss up. I think it's a mood thing. Uh, uh, true, legit, scratch made apple pie is. I mean, it's just American. It's American as apple pie, right? We're having but everyone pecan pie again. You you get the nice crunchiness of the pecans. I like the textures. I don't miss. Which again, a good made apple, properly made apple pie will have apples that haven't been turned to mush. They still have a little bit of crispness in the center. Uh. Get that texture contrast. What about for the family that is still doing this marathon of multiple Thanksgivings on the on Thanksgiving Day? Because our family's been known to do three. This year we're doing <sighs> right. So we're we're having everyone over here Wednesday afternoon. So we just did that last night, but uh, we did fajitas instead, so we didn't have to deal with everything because we're doing two traditional Thanksgivings on Thanksgiving Day. My only rule is, and I'm a team player. Family's important. Uh, my only rule is once the Cowboy game starts, wherever we are is where we're finishing the Cowboy game. We're not we're not going anywhere during the football game. After that, I, I could care less. It's fair. So, so generally, we go to Aaron's mom's side until about 2, maybe from like 11 to 2, and then we go to my family for the Cowboy game. Yeah, um, we're probably, I guess, somewhat lucky that we don't live within quick driving distance of um well anybody in our family to be fair so we just do one um multiple christmases i kind of get multiple thanksgiving sounds uh un sounds unnecessary three we've done three in a day there should be rotations you should do a rotation hey we're doing the smiths this year and we're doing uh what's aaron's maiden name carrios the carrios tomorrow next year that's that'd be my take that's we do we, that for Christmas. We alternate. So one year we do. See, that's Christmas funny. Eve why do you? With, why would you alternate Christmas but feel the need to go to three different Thanksgiving dinners? We could, well, I'll tell you why. How many times have you vomited at the end of the day? Never. <laughs> do you why eat at all up? three, or do you just make no, an appearance? I, I generally will snack at the first one, then eat a, a big meal, and then by the last one, I think we're just more drinking beer, just and drinking out. Yeah, maybe have some dessert. <clears throat> but yeah, so you do eat it all three. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. It's like the the day. It's it's like the day of gluttony, which is that? one of the seven deadly sins, by the way. But it hasn't killed me yet. Uh, yeah. 
Give thanks by picking out. Hmm. So I think that's about the most American thing ever. Thanksgiving. Gluttony. Give thanks that we have such an abundance of food that uh, obesity in this country is a sign of poverty versus starving to death. <laughs> right. Isn't that weird? It's such a first world, really unique thing sure. to this uh, sign of decadence, which is the precursor to the destruction of every great civilization in the history of man. It's not a, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Yeah. You know, it also is a sign of decadence, which has been a precursor to the destruction of every, every great society. Good diva. The confusion of gender. Mm. You know, on the ticket, they have this thing that they usually, it's usually, this is a sports radio station Chisholm and I have listened to a lot over the years. And whenever Bob, you know, there's, they're having a conversation. One of the hosts is, he's a sports dork. And they'll be talking about something in society and he'll throw in like, tying it into sports and they have this little thing. It's like, you know, a little sounder. It's like, bringing it back to sports. Right, yeah. We need to have one that's bringing it back to trans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need We're to talking about up. Thanksgiving and we managed to bring it back to trans. Well, let's go back to Thanksgiving. We don't even talk about that. Uh, well, see what else. I, you know what, though? The older I get, the more I'm like, do I want to do three Thanksgivings? Absolutely not. But I don't know how long some of these people will be around. So I'm pretty willing to do it now. Fair Whereas enough. 15, well, when Aaron and I first got married and we had to do this dog and pony show, I was like, this is the dumbest thing. I don't want to do this. My attitude on that has completely flipped. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And it's only because, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like aware of my own mortality. So we had a great Thanksgiving last year that my grandfather was with us for uh, at the ranch. And I, I did a, we were, you know, not just Thanksgiving dinner. I cooked medium rare, you know, Oryx roast and, and venison. And he's always been a big steak guy. And, the last 15 years or so of his very long life, he had uh, significant bowel issues that he tended to talk about uh, almost to the exclusion of anything else. <laughs> so, you know, he ate sparingly and he went to bed up a lot and kind of never got too far from the bathroom. But I was feeding him all this awesome medium rare game that I'd whipped up and he just kept eating it and eating it. And he's just like, this is amazing. And it was really <laughs> cool to to get to share that with him because he'd never had venison done that way before, you know, it'd all been chicken fried and sausages and stuff and burgers. And so, uh, it was cool to get to share something new with him for the guy who taught me how to hunt. Hmm. Yeah. He passed away in March, obviously. So mm -hmm. we'll miss him this year. Yeah. The first, the first holiday after someone passes away is always a little I don't, it's not bittersweet. It's no, there's nothing sweet about it. It's just, this sucks. Someone that is supposed to be here isn't. Yeah. That's the way life goes though. There's no, it's unavoidable. It's the reality. Truth. So, but I do think you look back on all those Thanksgivings you had and the, the, the last one that you shared with him. Uh, yeah. And we still do things like, uh, in my, my parents' house, my dad's mom, we always sang that hymn, we gather together. And we still, my mom plays the piano. We still do that. We sing it. She's been dead for four years, I believe. Uh, but we still sing it for Mimi. And we enjoy it. That's cool. So. Um, first, I'll say, I think your family has a lot more 
uh, quaint and quintessential old world uh, uh, festive type of, of uh, traditions probably than, than mine does, uh, which I envy a bit. Second of all, I was listening to something the day. Oh, uh, um, Brett Weinstein and his wife had been traveling over in Europe and hanging out particularly in uh, Prague. And they were talking about how in these bars in Prague, you know, all of a sudden these hundreds of year old songs would break out and every patron of the bar would be singing in unison to, you know, in Czech to these songs that everybody knows, right? Old, old songs, like what you're talking about. And they were kind of talking about how, like, that's something lacking in American uh, society. We don't have those, you know, there's modern pop songs and crap that... hmm? What do the people in Prague look like? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the ladies are pretty good looking. No, I, my point was they're all white, dude. Like, they're all the same. So it doesn't surprise me that you have these ancient songs break out and everyone's happy to sing along. We've talked about how uh, it's hard You're to not have saying a culture. Because they're white. You're saying because they have a common cultural yeah, yeah. heritage right right exactly which we don't yeah. that, that i think that's the, a lot of the problem with america and don't get me wrong america's built on everyone immigrated here except for the indians they were we, we took their land but um it makes it hard to have that feeling of camaraderie when there's so many different separate cultures going on in the same place it's like this is true. Yeah. Well, but that's all by design, right? The left is trying to destroy the idea of common culture. They promote and praise the idea of multiculturalism because the more dissent, the more they can disintegrate common culture, the more chaos that they can sow and the more likely their revolution gets to come to pass. Which is so interesting because everyone that comes to America loves America. Everyone. Yeah. It's the people that grew up in America right now that seem to hate America the most. By and large, yes. Which is insane. I did see this clip um, of, and it was not Babylon B. It was on Breitbart, and it, it said, migrants leaving, uh, fleeing back to their country of origin after realizing the American dream is a farce. Essentially, I mean, I'm summarizing the headline. But, and it was like, it said 21,000 migrants have left New York City in the last month. I don't know if it's true or not, but there was a story there with a link. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't either. Plus, they become a dumpster those blue hell holes. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if they're fleeing. I don't. It doesn't appear that they're fleeing. <laughs> I think on net we're gaining population in this oh, country sure. on the immigration yeah. front, but I'm not surprised that there are people who came here and went to one of those cities thinking that it was going to be the land of opportunity, and then they're like, "Wait a minute, there's homeless people everywhere, mm. and all the natives are real pissed about it." and they look at me and think I'm one of them. So how about I go somewhere where I'm not automatically public enemy number one? I want to know what percentage of people coming across the southern border are actually Mexican and of Latina descent at this point because I saw this Texan. No, it was in California. It was in Southern California. This dude's property backed up to the border. And he, this was, what was this posted on? It was on a major web uh, news site. Their social media outlet. And he said, uh, you're, you're coming through my property. You don't have permission to be here. I don't, but I legally don't have any grounds to do anything about it. Where are you from? And the guy said, Turkey. So 
and you see all these we've talked about it too all these middle-aged fighting dudes coming into the country i don't know that that's what uh i don't think people realize that's that's what's happening not there wasn't a woman or child in that film all dudes 30 30s probably 20s 30s i think plenty of people know that that's the case i'm certainly hearing that from border patrol and people who live along the texas border that it's um people from all over the place oh. but you know my take on talking about immigration well, that's on. why I said he was from Turkey. Let's bring it back to Thanksgiving. There you go. Ah, they're perfect. <laughs> that's called a segue, folks. Yeah. So you know he's a favorite? radio professional. What is your favorite? And you said you don't have a lot of traditions, but what, what was your favorite Thanksgiving tradition or memory from you know being a kid? And like I said, I think when I was young, we'd get out and play football in the yard. Mm. Uh, grown-ups never did. It would just be kids playing, throwing around, but. Um, man, it was just mostly pig out and then watch football, like you were saying. I have two. And didn't have a lot beyond that. We would usually go to my dad's house in Fort Worth, and uh, I always was excited because my older cousin was there. Your dad's like parents' house, your grandparents' yeah. house, oh, yeah. my grandparents' house. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we there was it was like old-timey basketball goal you know it was just a wooden board slapped up on the garage with the rim and that probably had been there when from when my dad was a kid but we would my cousin and i we you know made a three-point line and we just went out there and hooped for hours on end and then as we got a little older uh they were really into bridge and playing cards card games and they had like like to the point where my grandmother was like in a bridge club yeah and so we would get to sit in on the uh the card games and I always thought that you, was you, cool. you reminded me we were always we for a long time and I should probably pick up some cards and do that this year. Not probably. I think I will. Uh, we had a lot of card games too. We played spades. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as we grew up enough to understand the game and get in on it, we got to play. Then you ever played that game phase 10? Mm-mm. So it's a, like a special deck. It's a it's a phase 10 game, right? Like you, you gotta buy a phase 10 cards. And I think it's kind of similar to spades in that you like, oh, I can't remember exactly how it worked, but you had to like stack, like you had to collect the cards to like stack a whole suit of like one to 10 or whatever. And, um, you know, whoever, once all the cards were gone, whoever had stacked the most one through 10 suits together was the winner. And it's a cool game that can be played for a while. I remember one year I slipped a card up my sleeve and my grandmother lost her mind on me. She <laughs> did. <laughs> But yeah, we that's something that in the modern tech age seems to have just fizzled out on us. Everybody's too busy staring at their own phones or at the TV screen instead of sitting around a table playing cards, which is a bummer. What, what is your take? We on, do sit around the table and talk, though. We don't just like veg out the whole time. By the time I would say 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock rolls around, at my, we're still at my parents' house. Usually a deck of cards still, still comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your take on cheating? in cards among family members my take is i was definitely a shithead it deserved to be screamed at my grandma back then <laughs> as an adult would you do it no i wouldn't cheat no unless it got like rowdy and everybody was just jacking around and it, you know like i mean my my brother and i've definitely passed cards under the table during space right. as adults yeah yeah if no, you've got if you've got, it, if, you've got it, if you if, if you've got an accomplice and you're executing a conspiracy that's a different Anymore. I mean, at least you're, you know, not just just on a solo mission to screw everybody. 
<laughs> That's bonding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we're we're screwing my dad and sister, but we're we're bonding. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening, and Kendall, apologies, but uh, we'll try it again. Just assume that we're trying to win at all costs. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. So, Cable Smith, who has been on a, you know righteously indignant crusade against my Houston Astros for banging on some trash cans. All of a sudden it's copping to and celebrating the idea that you ain't cheating. If you ain't, you're not trying. It's funny that you, you draw that cheating, connection, but here's the deal. I, I haven't gotten caught. So you got to get um, caught for it to matter. You're the, cause you're always like, well, everyone's doing it. That's your, that's your, that's the Astro generic Astro fans. Well, well, everyone's doing it. I said, well, you're the only one. Whose manager got suspended for a year and whose GM got lost their job? I mean, you 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 got caught, and everybody knows you did it, and that's why everyone hates you. Is that guy so managing guess, again? What's his name? Uh, no, he's not managing. Is he in baseball uh, at all? Hinch, AJ Hinch. Yeah, maybe they could bring him back because Dusty Baker is retiring. So, yeah, don't get caught. But okay. but do you? I guess. How how do I enter? Would I do it uh, if I was playing against strangers? No, I wouldn't. Or or people I didn't really know. But I for me, it's kind of like the game of doing it against. Because I don't. Maybe they're cheating too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Hmm. All right. Well, I'm a cheater. I guess. Throw me in with the Astros. <clears throat> That's called bringing it full circle, right there. <laughs> I hate you for what you did there. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I don't. I don't say that word. I don't like you for doing that. Uh, okay. Well, that's going to do it for Thanksgiving talk and episode 151 of Justified Pursuit. No, it's not because I have to ask this. I remember what it was. At the beginning of the show, you said you had something you tabled from the last one, and, and that's called I remember. bringing it full circle right there. I remember what it was. Why am I? Before Halloween has occurred, looking at Christmas lights. Around, I mean, that's to me, that's egregious. And then in the gas station, the other day, before Thanksgiving has occurred, I'm having to listen to Christmas music. And I love Christmas music. But can we get through one freaking holiday before we have to start celebrating the next one? I think I generally agree with your position here. Um... But the birth of our Lord and Savior should be the most important. Um, if you're seeing... So does have a holly jolly Christmas have anything to do with the birth of the Lord and Savior? And do I need to be listening to that on it's October funny, 20th? Because my second, my other thought on the matter was, I've already been thinking about this, but I am going to curate a proper Christmas pr playlist um, that's not hypersect secularized mm. um christmas songs christmas song bleh. christmas songs should be about the whole purpose of the holiday rather than just reindeer and fat men and all that not that there's not you know you can slip those in here and there but uh, need to take it back to the classics um sarah my nine-year-old is learning piano i'm gonna have a recital mm. next month and um Three Kings. Is it We Three Kings? Yeah, We Three Kings right, that song. of Orient. Yeah. Started playing it the other night for me. 
on her keyboard and it was really really cool because i could tell what she was playing you know she's figuring it out like she's there's a lot of pauses that aren't part of the rhythm and all that stuff right now but you know i could tell what she was playing i was able to identify it and i've always wanted to have a pianist in the family i've always wanted one of my girls to learn piano and so that's pretty cool it wasn't something i appreciated as a kid when my mom's amazing pianist yeah uh i I was more annoyed with it like i have to listen to do it sing christmas i want to do it now yeah enjoy it yeah it's funny perspective changes how's your mom doing i haven't asked you in a long time she's doing good she is working she i mean she had to get rid of her dental practice but she's working at uh, leasing space on like two days a week in another office and still seeing some of her patients. A lot of her patients left when, when you're sick for and out of the office for over a year, like yeah. it is what it is. People need to go, they need dental work. Right. So some of her most loyal ones still see her. Um, but I don't, it's not a, a very profitable thing. My dad just said it just keeps her busy. So like for yeah. her mentally, it's good for her. Uh, she's driving though, which right. that was a that was something that my dad's too nice to like put his foot down and say, Connie, you, you need to, not me. I think I might have told I you we went to lunch we, and I was I like, I know you and I keys. talked about it. I don't remember if we talked about it. Drive us home. Yeah. I don't and she's crying. I'm like, I don't I don't know how to, I don't want to do it. I'm, well, you've done it for sixty seven years, so I don't think you forgot over the last eighteen months. Here you go. I don't want to do it. Well, okay, then we'll just sit here. Finally she did it. <laughs> Good job. I could be more stubborn than you, Mom. Tough love. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad to oh, hear that. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. They had to put their dog down the other day. It's mm. not fun. Uh, they have two dogs. One of them had. Here's a funny story, dude. <laughs> this is so funny. So this dog's name was Black Dog. It was a little Lhasa, uh, Asa Lhasa or something. And I told my parents, when because I was like, they were asking, what kind of dog should we get? I'm like, well, lab's too big for you. But I said, don't get this breed specifically because it's known to bite kids and we're going to have kids soon. what they get? They got that one. Ocelopsa. Known biter. This was the sweetest dog ever, dude. It was, the dog was a gem. But the dog has been blind. I think the dog was 15. Dog has been blind for three years. It's, it's hips. It can't walk up and down steps anymore. Uh, so they have like a handicap ramp forward in the living room. It can't hear. So it can't see. It can't hear. And my, but my dad's just absolutely in love with this dog. So my mom calls me and now the dog has lost control of its bowels and is just going all over the house. And I was like, they had to like build an enclosure in the kitchen to keep it. I said, mom, you called me because I'm the only one that will tell you the truth. The dog needs to be put down like two years ago. We all knew that it's so she called for, I think, I think that I gave her what she needed. I don't, if she was looking for a it's okay or a shoulder to cry on, that's not what she got. So, you know, I was well, like, the dog got put down, so it sounds like the, the message dog got put down. Whether that's what she was looking for or not. Yeah, my dad loved that dog. I feel very bad for him. But they have another dog. Um, yeah, go grab him a pup and take it to him for Christmas. My dog keeps like getting I've said in the before, trash. You know, you know what the cure? catching a beating. There's a, there's a there's a surefire antidote for. Uh, the grieving of a lost dog, a puppy. <laughs> yeah, they, done. They, they've got one. That's a that's a handful already. Um, okay. Well, 
I, I should have told her to call you. <laughs> you think I'm harsh? <laughs> Here's Chisholm's number. He'll tell you the truth about the dog. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to do it for uh, the Thanksgiving episode of Justified Pursuit. For Chisholm Cook, I'm Cable Smith. Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Usually, usually that's followed by a shotgun blast. <laughs> we got-